0: Next question. We'll continue on. Um, This is a a really good question, a really brave question. I understand why it was sent through anonymously. Tim, you said in the interview process that you talk about how interviewees manage stress uh, when they come in and whether they have avenues for that. What should someone do if they have a diagnosed history with mental illness? where sometimes, no matter what they're going to do, they're going to have depression, they're going to have anxiety, maybe they're medicated for that certain illness. If that's something that someone just has to hack, um, should they be open and honest about that? And how should they deal with that if they do get the job?
1: So, I'd say, firstly, society's attitude towards mental illness has changed in the last five or ten years. And fortunately, we're not. And we're not there yet, but we're moving in the direction. It's just the same as a broken arm or you know, or, or heart surgery. It's, it's it's another you know, it's another it's it's an illness that can be treated, that can be uh, to to be worked with. So, um, I'd actually su- suggest that a it's not it's not the stigma it once was, and, and b. If you're open and honest with the school about these sorts of things they can then actually work with, work, work with you as opposed to them not understanding what's what you're going through or what or what's happening because then if you don't understand or don't know about it it's very hard to do um, to try and support that person I think the key is transparency I think with anything in an interview the key is transparency and I think that um is it, I mean, let's be honest, it's a very, very sensitive subject. The idea of the mental mental conditions is a very sensitive subject. And I can understand why the person who asks the question is asking about the issue of perception. But you've got to understand that the key word there is perception. But very often that can be a self-perception. If you're honest with an interview panel, that's not no longer a judgment of you, it's a judgment of them. Does that make sense? As an institution, as an educational institution, as you've just heard from Tim there, He's aware of the fact that, and as many employers are these days, they're aware of the fact that, you know, things have shifted. And I think that's a really important thing to understand. So the minute you disclose that information, it's no longer a test of view. I'll display the difference. I I'd shut my mouth, I'd get the job, and then I'd go after I got the job. Because I, while this, this is true and there is a shift, to me, I don't think when I see what adults can't even cope with with young children... They're not going to cope very well with adults in on their staff. And I'm not saying that I don't understand. We're a small school. We know of the staff members is taken out, the pressure it, it applies financially. You know, the, how do we fill that space? I'd play the game, get in, and then I'd start to be honest.
0: Just saying. Yes. I'm talking to yes. Say so you've got something like anxiety or whatever, and you're very good at coping with it. And it might be a case of you might panic in a school you're like once or once a term or something. Would you mention that to who's interviewing you, or just not because you know that it's not going to happen that often, and you're very good at coping with it? Do you know what I mean? Like, would you tell that? John, yeah. DJ, jump in on that and just say, I would personally suggest you cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah. Um, if you think it's going to be a small issue and it's something you can bounce back from, once you're in there and you're established and you've already proven your worth, and they see that you are that worthwhile person that you are, then yeah. having those down moments, you will notice the longer you're in the profession, people have. Terrible moments. People have loads. You will see tears in the staff room. People have horrible things going on in their real life that spills into their day and that's unavoidable. And if you've built that network and you've kind of solidified yourself in that culture already, they will support you through it. And it's more about saying, look, here's why I am valuable and then later on people will understand that everyone is flawed. That's the ideal and that's the goal. Um, Obviously, I cannot speak for everyone and I cannot speak for every institution, but 99% of the time, at least try and rely a little bit on human decency um, from those around you. Um, I'm seeing some shaking of head because it doesn't always happen, but at least that's how I would tackle it um, as a person who does occasionally have issues with...
1: Great. I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit more optimistic than Louis on my right here, to be honest with you. He's shaking his head, but I'm not. And the one thing I would say to you is, I would actually, a bit of a Trojan horse thing here, I'd ask the school about its induction program and its support structures for the first, first year teacher and what the support structures and mechanisms are in place to support you as a professional. Because then you're looking, and it comes back to what I was saying previously, this is a test of the employer, not a test of you at that point. And then you know, if you if it's question of managing your anxiety at that point, you know what the structure is. Do you go to your line manager? Do you go to your mentor? Do you have somebody who's assigned to you in that first year? Mm. And as Daniel said, there is human decency there in that staff It may not be an official mental relationship, but you're not going to be an island for the whole year. There will be people you can form rapport with. All right, we'll move on. Does
0: anyone have any questions I'd like to ask by raising their hand? Yes. Um, I was just wondering, as the getting teacher, what sort of support in general would we sort of be expecting a school to provide to us? I know it's different for each school and different schools it in place, but just sort of generalise what sort of support Should we be expecting or should we be seeking? I would say seeking more than expecting. Mm. Don't expect anything. Um, Obviously because that could lead to some some very severe disappointments (laughs) and disillusionment. Um, But that's the real world. Like if you go into a job expecting them to help you through it, I'm sure that's what you would love and obviously look for it. But if you expect it, I feel you will struggle. Um, especially you have to understand that these people either just have gone through what you have and they will probably, hopefully, remember that and try and be forthcoming with aid. Otherwise, um, you know, if you're not ready for it, maybe you should be thinking about what you could do to cope and try and bring something to the table and seek out those goals for yourself as opposed to expecting those structures to be there for you, Um, which is probably not the Greatest situation for it to be, but it might be the
1: reality that you come into. I think that's a, that's a good point about reality. All right. Like, now, not every school is going to have an induction program in place. All right. That's just the reality of our profession. Um, what it comes down to also is your proactive nature as a teacher. You know what I mean, how proactive are you going to be? So, when I was coming back to what I was saying about going into a classroom three or four days beforehand, thinking about how you're going to approach your year, that is important. That mental preparation side of the teaching is incredibly underrated, but it's very important, right? So for you, it might be, how am I gonna deal with a parent-teacher interview? How am I gonna deal with working mark loan? It's a, it's a massive thing, Sitting in my subject, English. Um, how am I gonna mark? You know, Am I gonna leave my mark into the weekend? Some people might mark us somewhere early. How am I gonna approach it? You know what I mean? So, and that's, that's those are professional conversations you can have with not just one person, but a variety of people. Like Daniel said, it's about initiative, all right? So if you haven't got a a recognized support structure, create your own, you know, be proactive.